Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. Without any further ado, let's get started. Today, I wanted to talk to you about a topic that was rather interesting. I was on a phone call with a dear friend of mine, and we're talking about development in general when it comes to building a product or service or whether you're building something technical or not. And we talked about why developers pad their estimates. Now, this seems to be a systemic problem that everyone has in your organization where people say, oh yeah, I think that's gonna take me four days when actually it could be done in one or whatever the case may be. So it begged the question, why do people behave this way? Why does our behavior cause us to pad estimates? Why do we always try to fluff things out? And I think the obvious answer is we don't wanna be wrong. I think that when we're so, we're so used to using time-based estimation and being incorrect altogether, we're used to making estimates that are unrealistic or things that we can't deliver on. So finally, we have an opportunity to get something right. Finally, we have an opportunity to give an estimate that's not time-based, something that makes sense, and something that we can deliver that is correct. At least if we say it's going to take us five days and we finish in one, we are correct. It did not take us five. But I asked a developer in confidence. So I pulled a couple of my friends aside in confidence and I asked them, I said, I got to ask you, tell me, why do you really exaggerate your estimates? Why do, you over, why do you overestimate everything? And the answer I got was, Lee, there's really no reward for me not to. And I sat and thought about it for a minute. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, what happens if I say it's only going to take an hour or two hours? What am I going to get rewarded with? More work. They're just going to pile it on. There's no additional incentive provided for the developer to do better or to do more or to work faster. So that begs the question, what can we do as an agile workspace to create an environment of psychological safety where people can say with confidence how big or small they think something is or how long they think something's going to take if necessary and, and not have the ramification of, or the reward of having more work piled on. Here's your reward, a hundred more items to work on. You know, it, it just, it doesn't make sense. And it sounds terrible when you say it that way, but that's exactly what these developers are thinking. They're thinking to themselves, why dig a bigger hole? Why, why put myself in a situation where I can't get things done? Why not figure out a way that I can do the least amount of work to get by uh, you know, and, and be comfortable with the MVP, the minimal viable product. Why can't I just build the, the exact lowest amount necessary to keep people happy? And that's where it gets interesting because you know, we, we're all familiar with the term MVP, minimal viable product. We're all familiar with some of the lean concepts about eliminating waste and not doing things and about saying no. But the truth is, does this tie in when you're talking about people who are actually building the work? and then figuring out so that we can forecast how long something's gonna take, do those same tenets and principles apply? I would argue it does, but you need to find some kind of way to reward the people who are doing the work, the physical people who are doing the work, so that they can be incentivized to do more. So how do you go about rewarding them in a way that is not individual either, because I, I want to grant people rewards based on team merit and team focus. You know, your team was successful and deserves that they were high performing and they deserve this additional incentive. Your team was not high performing. Therefore, they don't qualify for that incentive. How do we get to the point where we can qualify whether or not someone is good for that additional boost? And what would that boost be? What could we give them? And the number one thing that came to my mind was the whole concept of Team John and how when someone rotates off, if they need to 
wipe their machine or if they need to install the latest edition of Visual Studio Eclipse or if they need to uh, go to a training class or if they need to, whatever they need to do in order to gain traction, this is an opportunity for them to do that. So this is a perfect opportunity for them to gain traction, for them to see things through, for them to figure out what they need to be doing. I mean, this is just a good idea so that people can all be on the same page, but also have that additional knowledge needed to, to successfully do the things they're trying to do. So, so the question then becomes, if, if this is going to be an incentive for me to have this extra time, what, what is it going to be filled with? And, you know, I've had many people say, well, we tried implementing the team John thing, but then what they realized was that they could have that person work on a whole bunch of defects. So it became, you know, you finished your work, congratulations, here's a defect queue for you to plow through. And that, that's a nightmare in its own. So I guess what I'm trying to say is we need to make sure we're using positive reinforcement and positive identification of things that can be done, whether it's working on things that are uh, innovative an innovation backlog, or whether it's things that that person enjoys working on, uh, whatever he or she feels is best is a direction that we should pull this. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you start incentivizing people with things that are positive to reinforce that they get things done, What's going to happen are people are going to be more eager to get the things done that they need to get done so that they can then in turn work on the things that are positive for them so that they can get to the part where they get excited to work and, and really are happy about the things they do and happy about coming to work each day. I think that the more we convict them of giving bad estimates and the more that we press on them for better estimates, the worse it's going to make us because it's just going to give them more freedom and more power or more, more reason to pad their estimates and to not give us correct things. So trying to keep it short and sweet today. I hope that was helpful for you. As always, we encourage you to visit agiledad.com where you can learn more about this topic and many others. If you have a topic, speaking of which, that you want to have as part of the Agile Dad Daily Stand-Up Podcast, we would love to hear your topic. Send those over to Kim at agiledad.com and she'll get those queued up and we'll be all set. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. We'll close out the week and see you tomorrow. Do take care.